0: Welcome to Fair Folk. I'm Danica Boyce, your host. Fair Folk is a radio show and podcast exploring folk culture and music from around the world. The show is hosted by Smithers Community Radio, CICK 93.9 FM, and you can find it at smithersradio.com this episode of fair folk you'll hear about how an early modern scottish king literally wrote the book on witchcraft making harry potter possible for future generations i'll tell you about the swedish queen who is revered to this day for murdering her suitors and you'll hear some of the very best folk songs about witches start you off this is the witches of elswick i once lived in service
1: I once lived in service to a lady so fine I've served her by night and by day oh, I've carried her dishes when the lady would dine And after I've cleared them away Oh dear me
0: How can
1: it be The life of a servant is all slavery I've made up her bed and I've
2: turned down her sheets. I've ironed the dresses she wore. Oh. I've peeled her potatoes. I've roasted her meat. And was I with me, Broom, swept her floor.
1: Oh, dear me, how can it be the life of a servant is all misery? I've swept her front doorstep, I've polished her plates, I've put coal in the pan for her head Oh, I've rose before sunlight, a black leather grate, and at midnight I've laid down my head. Oh dear me, how can it be? The life of a servant is all drudgery. I've carried her water, I've answered her door, I've polished her shoes for her feet, oh, and when she went to church, then her prayer book I bore behind her she marched down the street. Oh dear me, how can it be, the life of a servant's a penance to me? I met a young man in the village one day As I ran to the shop for her bread Oh,
0: he's asked me me name but I
1: have to obey Lest me mistress should break me poor head Oh dear me How can it be The life of a servant has no liberty so that night as I
2: lay in my attic so bare I resolved that I would run away oh, And mm-hmm. all far to another
1: one one the word this fair Some silver spoons took for me pay Oh dear me, how can it be? The life of a servant is melancholy But I do not weep Who knows what Tomorrow may hold There's, There's some in fine in here for me Company, company. to keep they strong and to keep Me from cold Oh dear Me How can it be The life of a convict Is all chivalry Now I've not and for the most of my years Small freedom did I ever care, no Some, Some prison, prisons, shall sure they have, have no cold iron, iron bars Some prisons, why they have no men Oh dear me, how can it be The life of a convict a pleasure to me So
0: Today's special episode is about witches. When I say witch, what images enter your head? Maybe you see this. Stage left, a tall, pointed black hat. Beneath it, a green face with warts. She opens her mouth, a shriek and a jarring cackle echo through the room. Stage right, a black cat follows an old woman with a bundle of herbs and a broomstick under her arm. Center stage, an innocent-looking young woman, dancing with a horned, goateed, half-man, half-goat creature. Is he the Christian figure Satan? Is he the Greek god Pan? The pair caper off the stage. The spotlight falls on a tall, grim man, bearing a torch. The spotlight moves, and you see a woman, tied to a stake. The lights go down, you smell smoke, and then silence. The stage lights come up, softly, and reveal a circle of women, nude and wreathed in flowers, dancing gaily in a circle. They chant something in an ancient language, barely audible, but you think you hear the word Wittershins. The lights go down, the show is over, for now. So who or what is a witch? That's the question this episode of Fair Folk will explore, though probably not answer because the project of deconstructing Western society's understanding of the witch is very much unfinished. Witchcraft can be very broadly defined as the working of magic, that is, any behavior that causes the material world to behave differently than is understood in that time or place to fit the laws of nature. Witches are assumed to use supernatural forces to cause these effects, and those forces have typically been assumed to be evil. In a lot of cases, witchcraft has been a way for people and communities to explain away misfortune. In the height of the witch craze, in the 15th to 18th centuries, some 40 to 6,000 people were executed on the claim that they were witches. Though some men were accused of witchcraft, overwhelmingly the history of witches is also a history of the feminine gender and expectations for their behavior, especially in their interaction with the natural world. Do they accept the men who court them? Do they court men who don't accept them? Do they have healing skills or knowledge others in their community do not? Have they been seen in a broom field? Are they disabled? Has anything unusual happened in the usual life cycles of plants or humans nearby? These are questions that have, in some times and places, led people to accuse a person of practicing witchcraft or of being a witch. Rarely, in the early history of witchcraft, would a person claim the identity for themselves. But in recent years, the questions have changed, and so has the picture of the witch. I'll only be looking at the history of witchcraft in Europe and North America in this episode, since I can't speak with authority about the idea in cultures other than my own. This next song is called Willie's Lady, and you may have heard it on my podcast before. It's an excellent version of a child ballad, a recording from 2014. The story of this song is that a young man marries a woman his mother disapproves of. And his mother, being a witch, puts a curse on the woman so that she'll become pregnant, but never be able to give birth and die of the pregnancy. As much as the song is really clever and catchy, when you think about it a little bit further, it has a bit of a problematic message. So if you're having a difficult pregnancy, maybe it's just your jealous mother-in-law putting a curse on you. And in certain times and places, that kind of accusation can have serious consequences. This is... Anais Mitchell and Jefferson Hamer with Willie's Lady. Okay. Now it's time for the Fair Folk Almanac, a calendar of forgotten holidays to help you get your feast on. November 9th is the day Norse pagans honour the early medieval Swedish queen of Icelandic sagas known as Sigrid the Haughty. In the Heimskringla saga, she is described as the beautiful and vengeful inheritor of many great estates. When two men come to woo her, her foster brother and a king, she has them burned to death in the great hall after a feast in order to discourage further suitors. Another suitor comes, however, King Olaf Tryggvason of Norway. His stated condition for marrying her was that she convert to Christianity and abandon her native faith. In one translation of her response to this demand, she said, I will not part from the faith which my forefathers have kept before me. In response, he struck her in the face with a glove. Then she is said to have replied calmly, This may some day be thy death. And then, of course, she gathered together a coalition of his enemies, leading to the Battle of Svald in 999, where he was ambushed by that coalition and slain. It seems especially appropriate in an episode about witches to give homage to the example of Sigrid the Haughty, who would let no man take her liberty. You can tell her story on November 9th, preferably around a bonfire after a seasonal meal of boar and turnips. November 11th is St. Martin's Day, or Martin Mass., St. Martin of Tours was a member of the Roman army when he converted to Christianity, and henceforth refused to fight, being a pacifist, and desiring to be employed as a monk only. In one well-known story, he cut his cloak in half to share it with a beggar during a snowstorm. That night, he dreamed that Jesus was wearing the half-cloak. In England, the holiday means feasting and entertainment, including blood puddings and freshly roasted meat, because the cattle were traditionally slaughtered in November. The moon is waxing and will be full on November the 14th. And now, a song to go with your almanac. This is Andy Irvine and Paul Brady with Martin Mass Time.
3: It fell out upon one Martin Mass Time when snow lay on the border. There came a troop of soldiers here to take up their winter quarters. They rode north and they rode south, and they rode o'er the border. And there they met with a nice little girl, and she was a farmer's daughter. And they've made her swear a solemn oath with the salt tear in her eye. Oh she would come to the quarter gates When no one did her spy-o And she's gone to the barber's shop To the barber's shop went soon-o She's made them cut her long yellow hair As short as any dragun a with me right fal the lead li, lila daddy-o with me right fal the lead the and she's gone to the tailor's shop and dresses in soldier's clothes o oh. two long pistols down by her side a nice little boy was she o oh. with me right fal the lead the lila li, li, daddy-o with me right fal the lead the and she's gone to the quarter gates, and loudly she does call oh there comes a troop of soldiers here, and we must have lodgings all oh me right fally the line the daddy oh with me right fally the line me right, and the quartermaster he comes down he gives her half a crown oh Go find your lodgings in the town, for here there is no rumo. I whip me right, falling the tree-to- leader like the daddy o Whip me right, falling the leadery.
0: Many ideas about witches in popular culture derive from Shakespeare's play Macbeth. When Shakespeare wrote the play, a man named James VI was king of Scotland. James was obsessed with witches and wrote a literal textbook about them called Daemonology in 1597. From his own research, observing accused witches being tortured and tried... This book served as a resource to Shakespeare when he was writing the play that has shaped our modern understanding of what a witch is, and it also paved the way for the surprisingly positive images of witches that we now see in books and films like the Harry Potter series, witches that ride household objects into the sky and wave wands to enact their will in the world. The three witches in the Macbeth play are called the Weird Sisters, W-Y-R-D, The Old English word weird, which is the earlier form of the modern word weird, comes from the Old Norse word urd, which is one of the springs at the root of the tree of life in Norse mythology, Yggdrasil. This holy spring is presided over by one of the three norns, who are the female figures who determine the fates of human beings. Therefore, the three witches in the play are actually a combination of the fates of Roman mythology and the Norns of Norse mythology mashed together with the propaganda published by the then King of Scotland promoting witch hunting. This next track is a much more positive representation of witches. This is the classic from Stan Rogers, The Witch of the Westmoreland.
4: Saying back, water cold and queer will never clean your wound There's none but the witch of the West Maryland Can make the and soon So turn, turn your stallion's head Till his red mane flies in the wind And the rider of the moon goes by And the bright star falls behind And queer was the pain shadow past him by Below the hill were the brightest stars When he heard the owlet cry Singing, why do you ride this way And wherefore came you here I seek the witch of the West Fairland Who dwells by the winding mere It's weary by the owl's water And the misty break for Grindle down, the resty gray greyhawk, and the leisty my my grace thy fill. for a must mountain walk. But come when you hear my horn and answers with the call, For I fear the sun will rise this morn. You'll serve me best of all. And it's down to the water's spring. He's born the Rowan shield. And the golden rod he has passed in To see what the lake might yield And what rose she from the lake And fast and clean when she One Lay down thy rowing shield, for I see by the briny blood that flows, you've been wounded in the field. And she stood in a gown of the velvet blue, bound round with a silver chain. And she's kissed his pale once and twice, and three times round again. And she's bound his wound with the golden rod. Oh, fast in her arms he lay, and he has risen hey, the sun high in the day, she said, right with your brindle hounds and you and your good grey harken hands.
0: Now I'm going to play two songs from the same artist, John Allison. They're from a surprising and dark collection of songs I found. An album has called Witches and War Whoops, Early New England Ballads. And many of the songs on this album are about the 1692 Salem witch trials. The songs range from assuming the innocence of the women accused to dramatizing the accusations against them. The first song is called Mammy Red, and this song describes her grotesque, death. She's from Marblehead, and among her supernatural feats that lead to her demise are scaring away codfish and rotting bread. After this, you'll hear the death of Goody Nurse. This is a very sad and sentimental treatment of this woman's death at the Salem witch trials. Listen for the visual details of her hanging. This is John Allison with Mammy Red and the death of Goody Nurse.
5: mammy red of marblehead sweet milk could turn to mold in churn an evil bent with dire intent practiced in dark her dreadful art Satan his feared she was evilly reared. Sworn a wicked oath To serve the powers of hell Speak up, speak up They hoarsely cry The minister did swear He cursed her with A heavy curse No mortal man may bear. Thou hast bewitched us, cried they all, and carried her away in chains of iron, day and night. Trembling footsteps trod. The women held their babes on high to see her passing. There, she smelled the wild rose on the wind that blow. Everywhere. They scourged her onward up the hill, this poor old woman meek. She bravely faced the gallows tree, though she was faint and weak.
0: This is Old News, where I share discoveries and happenings in history studies, archaeology, folklore and folk music. This week in Old News, a 400-year-old manuscript listing accused witches in Scotland has been digitally released to the public by London's Wellcome Library, which specializes in medical texts and history. The book is called Names of Witches in Scotland, 1658. In this manuscript are the names of those people accused and also convicted of witchcraft between 1658 and 1662, at the height of the witch scare in that country. If you have Scottish ancestry and you're interested in researching your lineage, you can view the manuscript on their website and perhaps find out whether one of your ancestors was accused of witchcraft. The next song is a song about a resourceful girl who enchants a man to sleep in order to win a bet that he won't be able to seduce her. The way she does it is basically by walking around him nine times, and nine times kissing him on the lips. This ballad may have been known as early as 16th century in Britain, and earlier versions from England and from the European mainland both had the girl using more magical elements than simply walking in circles, including the use of a magic rune, a charm, or an herb. The plant Broom itself, of Broomfield Hill which the song is called, was associated with witches, and supposed to be useful for, and also against them. This is Malinky and the Broomfield Hill.
2: Halloway, age, hello wager, wager, you fair? Made 500 max and 10. That she wanna go to the Bonnie Broomfields and return back a maiden again. Leather and the But
0: This is Fair Folk Footnotes, where I dig into the cultural archives and unearth the old-timey origins of things in popular culture. Today, we look at the witching hour. We've all heard of it, but when does it happen and why is it important? On the surface, it refers to a time when witches would do their witchy thing, cast spells, summon demons, have conferences at the devil and the like. Typically, it's understood to be at midnight, because midnight is the inverse of high noon, when the sun shines brightest and presumably the powers of light and good prevail. The expression first appears in Shakespeare's Hamlet. "'Tis now the very witching time of night, when churchyards yawn, and hell itself breathes out, contagion to this world. Now could I drink hot blood, and do such bitter business as the day would quake to look on.'" People have come to assume, perhaps because of the specificity of the expression, witching hour, that the time is at an exact moment in the night, Some Christians held the witching hour to be the period between 3 and 4 a.m. when there are no Catholic church services and prayers, as marked by the canonical hours. Some people have also referred to 3 a.m. as the devil's hour, as this is an inversion of the moment Christ was supposed to have died on the cross. Word is still out on whether supernatural forces observe daylight savings time or not. The next song is a classic story of a transforming ugly witch who loves a man who doesn't love her back. This is David and Tony Arthur, who are apparently a husband and wife duo, and this track, Alice in Gross, is from their album Harken the Witch's Rune. It's a wonderful seventies throwback. Oh, I enjoy how that song sounds like it was played on a cardboard box. The punishing and stark story of the witch. Three or more very different images of the witch compete for dominance in the contemporary Western mind. While children dress up like scary green old women with brooms for Halloween, and feminist historians analyze the social forces that produced tragic witch hunts in places like Scotland and Salem, Women and men who do healing or herbal work, who read tarot cards or meditate, who meet in circles to perform nature-based rituals, and many others, will call themselves proudly witches, whether they belong to a particular religious group or not. These modern witchcraft traditions comprise a mixture of research and impressions derived from witchcraft testimonies, spell books of various origins, and newly created rituals and spells. Many of these people practice in the tradition called Wicca, Wicca is a recent religious movement beginning in the early 20th century and becoming public in the 50s. It's probably the most well-known and influential expression of modern paganism. This Halloween, a hashtag, what witches look like, developed, and people posted selfies to show that witches look just like anybody else. You should check it out on Instagram. I'm going to play another song from the 70s folk revival and also apparently witchcraft revival. This is the delightful Lady Isadora with Lord Pan with Come Witches to the Dance. think that that is the lady that Joni Mitchell was talking about in that song, where she was afraid her friend was turning into a witch. The next track you'll hear is called The Witch Is Real, performed by Green Crown. Word has it that the first two lines of this song came from the Testament of a Witch recorded in that demonology book from the sixteenth century in Scotland that I mentioned earlier. Mostly the song, though, is an imaginative quote unquote reconstruction of what witches would have sung when dancing together. Since the origin of the song comes from a testament under torture, I think the effect of the song is darker than it might otherwise be. The lyrics simply describe the moves in a dance, but if you fall to the back of the line, watch out, the devil might get you. Wittershins, a word that repeats in the song, is a term for moving in a counterclockwise direction, and thus metaphorically against nature.
6: Come or go ye before, come or go. Eff you na go before, come ar, let me Ring a ring o widdishins, a, a linkin lightly widdishins, Come a carlin, crawlin, queen, roon go we, Come ar go ye before, Come ar go ye, Eff you will na no go before, come ar, let me Ring a ring o widdishins, a, a lopin lightly widdishins. Gilted coats and plea and hair, three times three. Come her go ye before, come or go ye. If ye will not go before, come her let me. Ring a ring a willishins, a whirl and traditions in to Deal the high most where she be. Come or go ye before, come or go ye. If ye will not go before, come her let me.
7: Ring a ring of
6: widdishins, a link and lively positions. Come a calling, and feet around, go we. Come a go ye before, come a go ye. If
8: yeah, you will not go before, come dead,
9: shins,
8: a let me. Ring a ring of widdishins, a lop in lightly positions. Kilted coats and fee and hair three times three. Come a go ye before, come a go ye. I'll never go before, carlet me. Rang, a ring, a whitishin's, a whirlin' scarlet whitishin's. Deal and tuck the high and most where'er she be. Come on, a go, ye, before, come on, a go, ye.
0: Coming to the end of Fair Folk for this bi weekly installment. I'm going to leave you with a palate cleansing track by Frankie Armstrong. This song is not specifically about a witch, rather, a character who might have been prone to that kind of accusation. She is a seriously empowered woman. This song inverts the commonplace in ballads where the lover who loses her partner will grieve by their graveside for 12 months and a day. This woman, after losing no time at all on this guy who rejects her for having a dark complexion, claims that rather than mourning his death, she will dance and sing on his grave for 12 months and a day. This is Frankie Armstrong with The Brown Girl.
10: I am as brown as brown can be, and my eyes as black as snow. forest Doe My love He was so high And proud His fortune too so high He For another fair Pretty maid Left me and passed me By He sent to me A love letter He sent it from a tomb, Saying no more He loved me because I was so brown, I sent his letter back again, saying his love I valued not, whether he would fancy me, or whether he would not. When that six months were gone and past, were over gone and past, at last when that six months were past and gone were over past and gone then did my love once so bold. For the doctor man You doctor must me you The pains that now do torture me I cannot long endure Oh, ne'er a wit, the doctor man His suffering could relieve Ne'er a one but the brown, brown girl That could his life reprieve Oh, then did he send from out the town? Oh, then he sent for me. He sent for me the brown brown girl who once his wife should be. Now you shall hear what love she had for that poor lovesick man. How all one day, one summer's day she never run I'll do as much for my true love as any younger man